Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We are at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. We have experts standing by to answer your questions. So the phone lines are open at 356-9397-356-WDWS, or you can text it to 351-5357. Our experts include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. Oh, let me turn you up a little there. Oh, don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. No. We Come on. We want to be able up. we can hear Jeez. you. Right. <laughs> so, yes, go Illini, thanks to the 11 a.m. kickoff. Yeah. Thank we you. Start yeah. a little bit early they this morning. We, we have our own reasons. We want them to win. Yes. Win big consistently. Do Seriously do it. So we can sleep in. <laughs> and get more afternoon football times. Yeah. Kickoffs. That'd be nice. Yeah. It's all about us. There you go. Seriously. Because Marianne <laughs> would probably be out gardening this morning, or John would probably be out gardening for that hour this Not. morning. You know what? It's actually kind of nice out right now. Right it might now, be the yeah, nicest right, part of the day, right? Yeah. yeah. Could be. And right now you can see, like 45 minutes ago, you couldn't. Isn't that one of the yeah. hardest things oh, yeah. about wanting to garden and do just little things i mean you're able to do all that stuff in the late spring and the summer and you can get a half hour in here or an hour there either early in the morning or in the evening mm-hmm. and get not some things now. done but you're so limited that's right yeah, yeah. not now you're it's right depending on how the how good the high beams are in your car <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> yeah at least you know you kind of pass the mosquito season so you can be out yeah, there with your high beams at night gardening yeah. Whereas, you know, a month or so ago, you couldn't do that just because they were so bad. They were yeah. thick. They they yeah, were. They were pretty bad. Yes. Really? I never had problems at home. Oh, really? Like, yeah. You. Really? Well, I guess when you live in town, uh, in a big town. You must have all those purple martins just different. taking care of you, huh? <laughs> and the bats taking care of you. Oh, please. There you go. Bats in the belfry? Yeah. Well, that too. I like oh. bats. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Yeah. So. I have a bat house at mine. Really? A bat house. I have a bat house. Of course you do. Yeah. So where you can lure bats in? Where they'll live in it, yeah. Oh, they're good for your garden and yard. They eat insects. That's great. I didn't know you could get a bat house. I thought they all were like bat cave, you know, bat copter. I've got a bat cave. Bat mobile. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you do. (laughs) With that cool checkered tile floor. (laughs) That's neat. So is that something you guys have here? I don't know if we have any this year or not. We've carried them on and off over the years, but no, they're just usually a, a simple little box with, with an entry point at the bottom of the box, and they might have a divider in it, vertical divider. Okay. Uh, For yeah. privacy. They live. Yeah. They, okay. they hang upside down it's in a there. a duplex. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they come out when it's dusk. Neat. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. There's the bad so issue. In the meantime. So, so is it gotten cold enough around you to... Consider cleaning things up, and garden-wise, planter-wise. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, we were just talking about this last night. You know, this is the time for for planting spring bulbs, spring flowering bulbs. It's also the time to start cutting back your summer bulbs, like dahlias and gladiolias and uh, bananas and setas, that kind of thing. I have a huge inseta in my front yard. It must be eight feet, nine feet tall. Nice. And this week it's all droopy, so it's time. Cut it back and dig it up. And boy, if it wasn't droopy 
by now, it would certainly be oh, Drewby after tonight, right? It would be an amazing thing, yeah, after yeah, tonight. tonight yeah, it's going to be bad. So w- what's your opinion? If you want to, and I'm not talking about the incentive because you're going to leave that outside, right? For a little while. And, um, But the glads and the dahlias and things like that, do you guys think get them in before the first frost or get them in before a heavy freeze or wait till after they get a heavy freeze? Or what do you guys think? I, I say get them in before a heavy freeze. I, I think you can have So today? Yeah. Okay. If right you haven't now, already. Yeah. Get it done by 5 o'clock. <laughs> or maybe before 11 before the winds pick up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be windy later. You're right. So... The whole idea would be, I mean, they naturally slow down and slow down on their own accord right. and do their thing as things cool off. But then you get a, they, you know, they can all tolerate, not from a looking good standpoint, but from a livability standpoint, they can tolerate a light frost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold type stuff. But really before they gets consistently cold and before you have a chance of well, the, that, them that's dying. That's certainly you, my opinion. What do you think, Yeah, Jeff? I mean, you don't, you don't want them to leave them out there until we start to get the really cold weather and the, the ground's going to freeze on top. So, so but I, I don't, say. I don't think it's necessary to get them in before we have these light frosts. Oh, no. I don't think so either. No. It, well, it actually know. is. But, more of a gradual slowdown form. It's like teaching kids or cats or dogs. You know, you got to let them know, get them or people into you the, work with. Into the, yeah, or people you work with. <laughs> yeah. Some of us are harder than others. Um, so they get them in that channel of, of sleeping. So Okay. So, and we're, so we're talking about tender things, not necessarily tropicals, but we're talking about things like dahlias and glads and cannas yeah. and... Uh, Maybe some tropicals that you're putting out there that you want to go into a dormant state, but not get toasted. Right. But uh, things you have to lift out of the ground before you, so you can winter them in a protected space. Yep. Okay. And it's really, really rewarding to keep those every year. I mean. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you have room the for them. The dahlias are beautiful. Yeah. It's all about the space, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I mean, you get that reward when you dig dig them up and you see how much larger, how many more oh, you had than when yeah. you planted. That's so a good it's point. It's kind of like a, it's a harvest, if yeah, you will. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it is. And usually the cannas you can share with your friends and the whole neighborhood. And maybe past your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you They're might very have a head. Prolific. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Uh, Mike Hale has cannas, and he was telling me just this past week that if you don't bring them in in time if you leave them out to to well to freeze basically right. <laughs> he said when it decomposes it just looks really ugly oh well, yeah did i can you describe what he's talking about because he couldn't was he talking about I'm the, like, what does talking about like the top that looks ugly or the root he well, said it's just really ugly well they're such big leaves so when they would slime yeah, they would slime. They they have a lot of moisture in them, so yeah, they would slime. But also, if you if you you know if you just forget and it's Thanksgiving and you have time on your hands and you go out and say, "Oh gosh, look at that! I forgot to bring my canna in." It's probably going to be mush. Yeah, it's kind of like textured pudding. Wow, and that quickly of a time period around well, Thanksgiving. It could be yeah. Just well, a few just, weeks. It just depends. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad I set you up for that, Marianne. That's all right. So, yeah, if, if the weather, if we have these cold nights, yeah, some seriously cold nights, yeah, absolutely. That's what's going to happen. Okay. There have been seasons where that doesn't happen. So, and yeah. Go ahead. There's no saving them then when it gets to that point? 
mush usually isn't worth mush is, okay yeah if you're cutting out mush to find healthy bulb, tissue yeah you're, you're done it's done not you it's done okay i mean the 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 roots or the bulbs or whatever particular plant we're talking about has to be firm and not soft yeah, if like, it's gotten soft it's too late yeah exactly okay easy roll so nice. certainly you could uh vegetable garden i mean there's not going to be any good looking peppers or tomatoes around you could clean all that kind of any squash plants or anything. all that stuff could all be cleaned up for sure absolutely and uh yeah, and it's a good practice to get rid of all that foliage it is and certainly I mean, if I had any kind of disease whatsoever on tomatoes and peppers, which is you're going to have it every year on tomatoes, just to what extent, I wouldn't save it. I wouldn't compost it. I'd have it hauled off. Or you you could burn it, though, couldn't you? You're out in the country. I suppose you could. If, if, you, if you're allowed. If you're so okay. inclined. Yeah. And if you're lazy, you can just uh, burn it right there inside the tomato tower. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you could. Now we're talking. <laughs> Might not be dry enough quite yet, but uh, yeah, right. at some point it would be. You have your flamethrower weeder yet? I don't. Oh. Uh, Susan and Cindy and I were checking those out, though. Were you? Yeah. I've seen them advertised I, in I'm, magazines. I've not seen, we had seven different options available to us. That was too many choices. Wow. Yeah, it depends on whether you want a cart or wheels or whatever to carry your tank. Of, of uh, what kind? Flamethrower weeder. Uh, oh, okay. Is yeah, this something Ed, that Ed, Ed Kelly Ed, came out yeah, with? Yeah, the Ed Kelly special. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like Except a, it's a uh, real thing. Is it really? have like a propane tank? Is uh-huh. that what it is? Yep. Cool. Just depends wow. on what size of propane tank you want to lug around. Wow. <laughs> really? Well, do they have one you strap on your back? Uh, no, you, you won't look like <laughs> Ghostbusters, John. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> John Weisgarver. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, so what have you guys been busy doing in your yards this past week? Anything? Clean up? No, they've been here. <laughs> yeah, well, the store sure looks Kismet. like it. I'm like, oh, oh, I did some watering. I watered some Of scrubs. course you did. Yeah. Did you get a new five-gallon bucket? No, oh. I have the same okay. orange one. Okay. We know what to get him for Christmas. Oh, we've got it checked oh, yeah, out. We, we found some glow-in-the-dark ones, actually, yeah. for him for next year. What do you call mm. those? The bars that you carry on your shoulder so you can have a bucket on both ends a yoke oh yeah okay let's get him one of those (laughs) well fine run the surprise (laughs) okay i'm so sorry (laughs) too funny now seriously steve what have you been busy doing in your yard this past week it hasn't happened yeah yeah did you do any fall crops this year uh no no time um harvesting some things that didn't get harvested this summer. So there's still some leeks out there and mm-hmm. onions and garlic and some things to bring in and some uh, herbs to harvest heavily and nice. dehydrate and dry. So there's still things like that to do, but there's mainly cleanup. That's and nice. Try and get off to a good start for next spring. I, I got to say, if anybody had started their fall crops at the end of the summer, I know it was awful hot, but this is perfect weather for them. You know, the lettuce and spinach really? and just, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Lettuce, yes. spinach, kale. Let your your vet your veggies, your green veggies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could so you could have done some radishes too. Yeah, that's not green, is it? Well, yeah. on top well, it is. Yeah, on top. Yeah, I mean, coulda woulda. So right now, I, I mean, it's kind of all about either planting 
whether it's bulbs or trees and shrubs or watering, like John said, to make sure things are, if if needed. You know, mm-hmm. some of us have gotten enough moisture here lately, and some of us maybe a little bit drier. It depends upon how you've uh, benefited from the rains the last yeah. month. But uh, possibly watering evergreens, especially or other new plantings, as you go into the winter, to make yep. sure they're well hydrated. Um, mulching, again, mulch. mulching, clean up, kind of stuff. Those would all be high on the list. You know, we talked about it last week. Perfect time of year if you haven't fed your lawn at all this year or have only fed it once and you want to feed it again. It's a perfect time of now year to time. go ahead and feed yeah. the lawn. Yeah. We have a nice selection of fertilizers out there still for that. Um, realistically, feeding established trees and shrubs. Um, we're, we've had enough cold weather, and certainly after tonight, we're going to be slowing down enough. It would be s- safe to go ahead and feed uh, trees and shrubs. Uh, if you want to protect things with uh, for whether it's for Japanese beetles or emerald ash borer or any other problems where you need to put the systemic um, insecticide on this fall to translocate up and protect the plants for next year. Uh, now's the time now's to the be time. getting that done. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I've never done a systemic for something as large as that. Uh, and how would, it, how would you necessarily do it? Is there a different way, with a spreader or a seeder or a... Would you use a different you, you type read of tool? The directions. Read, the, read the labels. There's, <laughs> there's a, a, a liquid application or there's a granular, uh, which is the easier one of the two. But, but uh, And it even comes with a measuring cup. It's part of the cap. So it's, it tells you exactly. Yeah, it goes by uh, diameter of the tr- tree or shrub. And then you just kind of toss it on the ground out of the cap? Around the root zone. Okay. Yeah, the, the directions are there, and, and it gets available in a liquid or a granular form. And I know Ed traditionally always used the liquid form, and we tried to say, hey, boy, you could really get that project done in about a, a fifth of the time if you use the granular form. Hmm, and never bought it, did he? I don't know if he ever made the switch or not, but it's it's so much easier to do, and, and since it's a, it's a longer... You've got time for it to, you want to make sure it's watered in. You wouldn't want to put it on and have a dry fall and not have some good moisture to get it down into the root zone. So you need to make sure that happens. Uh, But other than that, that's the way to go for sure. But we have that available as well on our solutions wall. Yes, we do. Nice. It's probably a little late to do any grass seeding. Okay. Because by the time it germinates... If it germinates, yeah, it's getting cool enough. We've had temperatures. uh, uh, The the temperatures have been fabulous for us, but perhaps not grass. So it would be a little bit iffy. And and by the same token, if you did sow seed sometime over the last few weeks, don't give up on keeping it moist. Oh, for sure. Uh, Because it can make all the difference in the world. I mean, possibly looking at uh, mid sixties or low sixties here later this week, and some nice temperatures. So. Um, take advantage of that and keep it moist and so you can get it to develop. Because, okay. w- you know, we talked about it briefly last week. You don't want it to germinate and just kind of sit there. It needs to go ahead and develop and develop a root system that's going to yep. have a chance to establish and not heave out of the ground and absorb some moisture and, and just be a little bit sturdier. Yep. yep. Right. Build your roots. Okay. It's all about the roots. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the soil, which then becomes all about the roots. Exactly. Yeah. Which and you you mentioned something, the trees and shrubs and perennials. It's still a great time to get them in the ground. And all of ours are on sale. Honestly, it's just a great time to to stock up if you need 
a long row of something. We've got burning bush, just some really lovely pots of burning bush. And you got a you got a whole new shipment of uh, evergreens in, like just a few days ago, didn't you? She yeah. had to yeah. because they got a shipment in last week and sold out. We were we bought a bunch wow. of stuff in for Christmas, evergreens for decorating porches and things like that, and, and they got sold. And they got sold. <laughs> so we had to do well, it again. I guess you guys know what the people want. Huh. <laughs> Must be doing something right. So anyway, we'll see if it happens again. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. There you go. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So speaking of uh, having big shipments coming in, I see a lot of. Uh, Christmas sneaking its way into the store. Really? You noticed. That, that's called yeah. sneaking? <laughs> yeah. I actually have the uh, first of two weekends, our Christmas open house, next weekend, Friday, Saturday, oh, and Sunday. Amazing. So soon. Yeah, it is. It's Well, that's great. the whole year's been one of those kind of years. So yeah, it's, you're so right. it's uh, October 26th, 27th, and 28th, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's three days. Uh, demos and activities lots of special sale pricing exclusively just for those three days and of course the best part is just seeing what's new mm -hmm. uh, what we've designed here what we've put together uh, the buyers the designers have just worked really hard and the store is working really hard to get it all on display so it's looking fantastic so it's next friday saturday and sunday that's yeah. great you know what's exciting what's uh, exciting we've really beefed up and and changed up a lot of the themes this year well, Brian was showing me the one that he has displayed just Juniper in the far Cottage. end. Juniper yep. Cottage, yes. Yeah. I love it. Lots of whites and neutrals, beiges, and um, just some really nice, like, uh, denim blues mixed in softly. And you know what? Yes, very natural. I, I don't, with, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. usually inside putting up things but i was yesterday and there's a lot of really awesome stuff back here with the with the, those themes which there's bunches of really the cool ones Christmas and i had themes. to take something up front and i thought boy this is really calm and serene yes i just think it's really cool it's beautiful well, it's a neat takeoff in some ways it's a little bit farmhouse based but it's it, a little country but, but but which is great for especially here in the midwest but it's um like you said light some neutrals the blues are are a great addition to it yeah. enamel wear galvanized uh all fit in really really well with that so yes. mm -hmm. i think um and we first started to get excited about the possibility of that look last december when we were starting to look for 2018 <laughs> and it resonated with a few people and said, oh we could do this we could do that we could do that and so they just what's cool is they just ran with it had it in wow. mind and uh and built it up. That's, That's great. Awesome. And well, and, and what I love about that particular one, the Juniper Cottage, is that even when it comes to January and you haven't taken down the decorations yet, it's still they look like January decorations. Sure. There's a wintry look. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a nice winter. Yeah. A nice look winter that look. Could, That's exactly that you could live with for a while. No, you're yeah. completely right. It, yeah. it really complements everyday decor. Yes. And and so many things that you might already have in the house can yeah. be incorporated into Definitely. it. Yes. All right, three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. We have our first caller. It hey. is Vicky and Rantoul. <laughs> Good morning, Vicky. Good morning. Morning. Um, I feel like I'm in confessional here or something. Um, uh oh. Oh, I understand. I, uh, yeah, because I I'm worried that I uh, have killed something that's not dead yet. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a um, several hibiscus. Some are in the ground, 
and some are in the um, in uh, big planters. Uh, and they're hardy. They're not. They're supposed to. You're supposed to be able to leave them out in the winter. I've forgotten one how to cut them down or when to cut them down, and then two. Um, is it too late to plant the ones that are in the uh, in the containers? It probably is to get them uh, ready to winter. But then, what can I do to try to uh, see what I mean by a confessional? So, what can I do to try to to try to, to, try to have them rebirth next uh, spring? Boy, if that's the only thing you have to confess about, seriously, Vicky. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not in your league, yeah. Vicky. You're way ahead of us. We make a lot more mistakes than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hibiscus. Are they a tropical, considered well, tropical? Well, that's a common name, and again, we need to find out exactly what Vicki has. So do you have the big dinner plate-sized flowers on these plants? I do, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we know it's the herbaceous hibiscus, which is a, a perennial around here. So yeah. uh, what would you guys suggest for, she had a couple questions. One was cutting back things that are in the ground. What should she do? And the other thing was, if is it too late to take the ones that are in containers and go ahead and plant them in the ground? And if so, what should she do to help them? live through the winter what do you guys think so the so the ones that are planted in the ground i think you're golden you know <laughs> absolutely I, yeah yeah because uh you know the foliage is going to go dormant and you know they have that big round stem and personally yeah. i don't like to cut that back because i think that that allows snow and ice to get down into the roots I would maybe consider uh, mulching around it. Okay, John, so here's the truth. You leave it up so you can remember where it's at. Well, kind of. (laughs) 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 That's what his mulch piles for, Mary. That's a good point, though, to leave it it there for the accumulation of snow and, and stuff around it so the roots get watered. I 100% agree. I would do that. And you'd mulch it in well, too, just to help ensure. And it's never the first thing to leaf back out in the spring. It's oh, almost no. always the last thing yeah. to so, come out in the spring. Yeah. So then you can gradually yeah. pull the mulch back next spring, yeah. and, and you'll better ensure overwintering. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't hesitate. I would just go ahead and get those ones that you have in the pots and the containers. I'd get them planted as soon as you possibly can. Absolutely. If the I soil's would. workable now, if it's not too wet, I'd get it done. And mulch them pretty well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I wouldn't hesitate to do that. No, I would. And on the mulch, probably the more the merrier. Yeah. Uh, maybe not piled up at the base of the stems yet by any means, but have it piled up around the plant over the root zone and ready to bring up over the stems once it's become dormant, if you yeah. will. So I don't think you've done anything wrong at all. You're, you're on it, Vicki. Vicki, have you taken a look at your yard? Is it too wet to dig or is it uh, dry enough to dig a hole? It's pretty wet right now. Yeah, so I I think we don't have much of a chance of moisture the next five days, I don't believe, do we? I didn't see any in the forecast. So I think if if not, maybe later this week we might join us in some high beam headlight gardening at night (laughs) like Marianne was talking about uh, coming up. But uh, so perhaps later in the week you can. And if, if for example, if it was going to be raining later this week, I would identify where I want to plant them. I would leave any kind of cover off that area as long as I could. But then if I thought some rain was coming in, I'd cover it up with some plastic or a 
tarp or something like that, yeah, and then, sure. and then once the rain passed, pull it back off so it can dry out because, again, your opportunities to get this done might be a little bit more limited. So take control of okay. what you want to do and make it happen. Great. Thank you. All right. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in, Vicki. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. There's nothing more rewarding than the... the perennial hibiscus oh they're so when, beautiful when they bloom oh my gosh i saw several this year when i was traveling that were just stunning when the when they came out and the you know they're being hybridized to be a little bit shorter and more compact so they're not so long and leggy looking oh, okay so they're probably a little bit taller than this table but certainly as big around the whole plant was and just lauded with flowers wow huge huge flowers I mean, steve said dinner plate he wasn't exaggerating no kidding. Some of them are just stunning. I didn't know they could get that big. Mm-hmm. And some of them have that beautiful darker colored foliage, kind of the, oh, yeah. the reddish purple yeah, yeah. tones. What so a, that even adds well, a lot to the yeah, the contrast of the of the blossom. Absolutely. Well, Marianne's always trying to introduce that tropical feel in mixed mm-hmm. in with the Midwest plants. Yeah, and that's another great example of something that either because of the foliage that John just mentioned or the flower that Marianne was talking about just really adds that element and yeah, is very it reliable it does absolutely it does just keep the japanese beetles away and you're and fine. you got it made you're fine yeah. oh those <laughs> <laughs> oh those yeah <laughs> yes so yes yeah, so getting to that then systemics again japanese beetles and yeah, all could. that kind you, of thing you could or you can just there's small enough plants you can manage them by Knocking them off in your pail of soapy water. Yep. See, he's already, John's already, he's got a bucket, which he carries with him all the time, it seems well, like. Well, so. obviously now on a yoke, so it'll free up his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, John. Thank you. Glad you guys think about me. We do. <laughs> Absolutely. As he ages, we might have to switch down to two-gallon buckets. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for each side. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you're so mean. So, uh, what was I? I lost my question. Oh, Oh, dear. All right. (laughs) So, we mentioned the uh, open house next weekend, the Christmas open house. But in the meantime, a week from this Wednesday is Halloween, and all of your Halloween decor is 40% off. Yeah, it's an extra 40% off. Yeah. The lowest marked price. The lowest marked price. That's what I get excited about. That's when I have to do the math in my head of how much I'm going to save deals and some steals out there yes definitely a great selection absolutely absolutely i love the uh, well i love the pumpkin the metal pumpkins that you have the ones that you can just stake in the ground and use year after year or the ones that you can put a light inside and then it just kind of has a nice glow to it yep now there's and, a uh, great selection, whether it's a pillow or placemats or yes. uh, runners or wall hangings or sitters or mm-hmm. uh, just icky, scary, not too creepy, scary the, decor. The glow-in-the-dark googly eyes. There's, I, I, I so want to get a pair of those. Well, yeah, Those are hysterical. Yeah. Now's the time. That's, yeah. That's what I love. You have... There's, there's items that are actually decor items that you can decorate your house with. Yes. And, you know, it's not the, the crazy kitty kitty type of thing too so. yeah and it's not yeah or or the gory icky kind of stuff yeah it's just yes it's classy like you guys yeah <laughs> like like steve well there some it's as as you tamara a lot of people consider that their favorite holiday mm-hmm. 
We love holidays. Yes, Halloween yeah. is ever so popular. Oh, and you know, I want to mention too, because not a lot of places offer this, the Halloween trees are available here as well as the uh, decorations to go on it. That's like uh, something small that is starting to trend more and more yes, it each is, year. Yeah, so so uh, as it catches on, I want to make sure that folks know they can get those items here. Yep, additional forty percent off the lowest mark price on Halloween. So yeah, that's fabulous. Good time and a nice selection of fall decor as well. Uh, oh, and mm-hmm. we still have some oh great gosh, yes. uh, some some fresh pumpkins still available, which look great. Yes, and gourds. You have a so, lot of yeah. pumpkins. That's right. And outdoor stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mums. mums. We still have some Indian corn. Real nice selection of yeah. mums. Absolutely. So if you need instant color, we got it. Totally. That's great. Absolutely. Some really cool uh, combination pots that we got mm-hmm. in last week with the celosia in it. Absolutely. Those are gorgeous. So it ain't over, folks. No, it isn't. Not by any means. No, and, and we'll continue to have a great selection of fall decor. Yeah. Uh, really up to Thanksgiving. Because great. that other fun holiday, uh-huh. which might be some of the f- most favorite holiday of all, too. Not, right. Not that far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did I figure? It's a week and a half to Halloween and three and a half weeks to Thanksgiving. Or, yeah, I think three and a half, four and a half maybe. That's five weeks. Yeah. And you, you're, you're you can count about, on your fingers kind of thing. Talking about that Juniper Cottage Christmas theme up there and how it mixes in with the everyday so well. You could take some of the great Thanksgiving looks we have and the neutrals oh, and the beige yeah. and, the, and the whites. And just make that seamlessly tie the all into that here. Yes. Certainly for the next six You're, weeks or whatever. That'd be awesome. Some glass that pumpkins that are maybe the clear ones or the white the ones white with ones. the gold yeah. stems. Very pretty. The, yes, they are. And while you mention Juniper Cottage, the theme of that particular area is Juniper Cottage. You have a bunch of different themes. You have a bunch of different Christmas trees popping up with themes and that's something we should consider going into the open house, right? Is that when you... Oh, you mean that opportunity to the, win one free, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that. So about. it's been brought back another time. So you can register to win over the open house. Uh, vote for your favorite decorated Christmas tree. And these are... We say they're worth up to 1200 bucks. Well, some of them, from what I've seen, are going to be worth more than 1200 bucks with all the decor they have on them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you can win uh, your favorite decorated tree, all the decorations that are on that tree... Uh, absolutely free, so just sign up to win at the Christmas Open House. Again, Christmas, Christmas Open, Open House is next weekend, 26th, 27th, and 28th. And then we have a follow-up Encore weekend the following weekend, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of November. That's great. Yeah. So basically the weekend before and the weekend after Halloween. It's basically yep. the last weekend in October and the first one in November. Down to basics. You're right. There's yeah, down to 12 different trees to choose from. Really? Yeah. Nice. Do you have a, cool. As a designer, do you have a... F- Favorite or two so far this year? Yeah. Well, you know what? I actually what? like the the one that's the more botanical theme this year, but the the um, I can't remember what the name of it is Whoops. because we've the, changed them all. You don't have this memorized, John. I don't. There's twelve. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the former Christmas garden. Yeah. Theme. Former yes. Christmas garden that's exactly. been revamped and changed out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I well, this one right here with kind of a harvest theme. It has more oranges in it. Um, I think that's beautiful. That's very much a fall yeah, tree. Yeah, very much a fall tree. That's right. And and so if you wanted to put your Christmas tree up, you know, 
right at the day after Halloween or even the day before Halloween. There you go. It would still work. Well, John was doing some garlands the last couple of days inside the store that are just blowaways. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and just all the little twists and details in terms of how he laced the lights in there or the different layers of lights that he added to it, how he chose to do this one on top of that one, and how they're shaped, and then the uh, other additives. Additives. Pretty impressive. Additives. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yes. So, so, again, with the, with the Christmas trees, each one uh, that you could possibly win will have, you will see a sign. It has a number. It has the name of the tree, which is basically the theme. Basically is my word today. I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> I had to stop that. We're simple people. And then, uh, and then also during, so you have the chance to win those, uh, your favorite tree during the open house. You're also going to have a lot of seminars and classes, aren't you? We're going to have demos going on. I know they're going to be doing uh, decorating with ribbon, and that'll include bow tying, but also there are other uses for ribbon uh, throughout the home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And again, you can take these same ideas and, and apply them to decorating still for fall or for Thanksgiving as well as for Christmas. Uh, They're going to have some demos on some of the really cool newer style lights that we sold a lot of last year that we're going to sell even more of this year, the snakes and the compacts and the clusters and the spiral garlands. Are those and, and the ones that have like a remote control or through your phone or something like that? Well, we've got some of those too, but we weren't going to necessarily feature those guys. But yes, oh, okay. unless you want to do that, all right, you can do that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think lights are so important for for any holiday and especially for winter to have those in your house and yeah. outside. Yes, as well. And these are some of these styles you can. Literally one strand, and you can light a whole artificial Christmas tree or live Christmas tree with it, and just lace them through there, and it's an amazing. Cool, look. that's great. Yeah, with one strand. So one strand. I can't wait. But there's battery operated, there's electrical, and the, but anyway, there'll be some neat ideas on on what to do with that too. And then of course they'll have uh, one of the most popular uh, demos too, which is basically how to decorate a Christmas tree like these designers like do. Like a professional. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So. Yes. And then, and then you, we were talking about it yesterday in a meeting, and you know, John was saying, you know, one of the best things he likes—not that you don't get a chance to do that every day between now and then—but you just don't worry about any projects at the open house, and all you do is focus on, hey, what ideas can I share with you? Hey, let's do this, let's do that, and people have this incredible one-on-one time with these designers. It's a great synergism. It is. Oh yeah, it, it's really fun. So anyway, that's going to be going on again. That's Next great. weekend, 26th, 27th, 28th and of October. while you're out here, you can stroll about and uh, get some ideas for Christmas gifts. Uh, I do want to mention that you have some sports items. You have some cubs and bears, puzzles and domino sets and uh, mugs and just I can't even think of what all. And not only Cubs and Bears, but those are the two teams I care about. So, there might, <laughs> so be, that's the couple, there might be a couple of Cardinals things there too, maybe yeah. or <laughs> Colts or whatever, Blackhawks or yeah. whatever. But yeah, if there is a good thing about some of the postseason letdowns this year in the area, there'll actually be some of that merchandise available as a Christmas gift. Had the postseason been going on for some of these teams <laughs> that stuff would probably be gone and not available here over the next couple of weeks but yes we might actually have some until thanksgiving this year for a change okay good <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it'll go fast but there's some neat things whether the playing guards dominoes like you said checkers uh, i think there's a monopoly takeoff for a couple of the teams and 
Um, oh, so, good. Yeah, so there's some some neat fun things over there. Yeah. And the John Deere items you also have, ah, like John Deere puzzles and John a John Deere Monopoly. <laughs> so you get the equipment cleaned up and put away here pretty soon. You can break out the board games. Yeah. yeah. There you go. During these long winter months. Fun stuff. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So the other thing I'd like to bring up from a gardening standpoint... Okay, it's October what, 20th today? Could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was going to force some bulbs inside, I've got several choices. The easy, almost foolproof type way would be to buy paper whites or amaryllis and do those. Yep. And probably counting back, what, four to six weeks or so from when you want them blooming to getting them going inside the house? Eight. You think eight? Six yeah. to eight, yeah. Yeah. Depends on how far along they are and when you do it. Um, and then if you wanted to have something like a hyacinth or some other bulb that you'd grow outside that you want to force inside so you can have that fragrance, yeah. then you'd have to allow for a cooling period so they can vernalize and initiate the flower bud to grow ahead and start to come up. So you'd have to allow a little more time for something like that. So, do we have some prepared hyacinths over there? Do you no. know? No. No. Okay. So, standard hyacinths, you know, the flower parts are, are probably formed inside the bulb right now. Uh, so, again, you'd probably want to give six or eight weeks of actually cool treatment. And you could pot them up and have them in your refrigerator rooting in and cooling and stuff like that. And then after about six or eight weeks, you could bring them out, not in the full sun, but let them warm up gradually for a couple of days. And then you could move them uh, next to a bright window and let them go ahead and start to grow. And so probably allow. Attractive ruminants is uh, up to 12 weeks. Yeah, I was going to say 10 to 12, something like yeah. that, depending upon the conditions. And especially if you root and cool at the same time, you'll save a little bit of time on the deal. Yeah, but so you don't have to do, you don't have to um, pot it in order to give it the cooling off period right oh, i can mean just like put it I in do? like a brown bag and throw it in the refrigerator throw it in the refrigerator without mm-hmm. potting it or anything you, like I you do. can do yeah. that but then <laughs> you might have to consider a hyacinth glass or some other means to get the roots uh or if you want to pot it up after you cool it because you don't have room in the fridge mm-hmm. well then you're going to have to allow a few weeks for rooting mm-hmm. probably on top exactly. of that so okay. So, so if, I'm if, at more if like you fourteen, yeah. So weeks. if you said even do twelve weeks, well, that's about three months. And so right now, if you were to do a prepared hyacinth now, um, so by the time you had six or eight weeks of cooling and another four weeks on top of that, you know, you're looking what middle of December or middle of January. January. Yeah. Um, but how wonderful to have that. In January and February when we really, really Good need point. something. Yeah. Yes. And that's what yeah. I was thinking. Like Valentine's Day, yeah. February 14th. That's really. Then in about a month from now, you better get those things going. Okay. And if you don't want to do that, just do paper whites and you have a great fragrance in about four weeks or so. That's great. Yeah. And paper whites are so easy. They are a piece of cake. You don't even need dirt or soil. <laughs> you can just do dirt? it. You, you, can, you can just lay some rock down, right? Is there pebbles, I guess? Did you see our glass vase over there with uh, uh, gravel layers and bulbs on top of them? Uh-huh. No, you didn't see them? Yeah, okay. I saw them. <laughs> What's nice uh-huh. about what they did in there, too, they've got a taller glass cylinder, or vase, yeah. as some people around the table call it. Whatever. And the neat part is it keeps it from flopping. So you do that yep. or the gin, one of the two. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, the flopping, that's right. Yeah. They get Avoid really flopping. tall. There's a bunch of different ways to get around that, though. You know, do do a nice little ribbon or, or twine around after they've started growing up around them. So they'll all lean at the same time, or yeah. they'll stand up straight. So Marianne okay. will take that twine off of her uh, daffodils that she strangles early on as soon as she, she hates the look of the foliage after they're uh, done blooming. And, yeah. And then uh, she'll just put it on her bulbs. Never gets a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Rip it do out you, of there. Do you use a stake as well, though? You can. Okay. It wouldn't hurt it. Well, no. I actually, no. Just the aesthetics of it. Yeah. That's, I, I, we put it in that tall glass for what Steve was talking about, support, certainly. Yep. So I think it's a nice look. It's a great look, yeah. It is. Speaking of looks, what's the Japanese maple fall color looking like? Oh, in my yard, I don't have much color yet. Uh, I have the reds beginning to glow a little bit but mm-hmm. beyond that I've not too much going on yet I would think after tonight it might it, initiate it'll probably change so. now yes absolutely but you know what even our burning bushes back here aren't changing so I'm hoping that this week will well, make a difference yeah I think it there's just has a, to get a little bit colder yeah there's not a lot of color around the tips of mine are starting to just now change at the very very top yeah. of the burning bush exactly so yeah and as yeah as it gets colder then more of it will turn all red. You see it all come down? That's gorgeous. Did you, did you read uh, last week in the News Gazette, the, uh, Ryan Pankow did an article on leaf color and the influences, what, how it, it was lots more than I wanted to know, but it was really interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I really loved it. I remember learning that, uh, that the other colors are there in the leaf, the reds and the yellows and whatnot. It's just that during the summer... We see the green. We see the green, yeah. Because it's so active with yeah. the chlor- yeah. chloroform. Chloroform. That's chlorophyll. close. It's Halloween. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> I always get that wrong. Chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a great article. Yeah, You're it right. was really neat. That's worth going so back if you, for. So if you consider that, I, I'm only seeing little touches of color in the community yeah. by and large. So I'm not worried about my Japanese maples yet. And one, I really haven't had to deal a lot with uh, leaves in my yard just yet. Um, huh. Are you? Are you guys experiencing? No, it's coming. Okay, it's coming. He's anticipating we've, it. We've okay. A, there's so many acorns in my yard. You, there's. You, oh yes. You just crunch when you walk. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, I'm noticing it's been acorns. Prolific. The the bur oak in my neighbor's yard has been dropping. Bur oaks are huge, huge nuts. They've been dropping everywhere. It's just been crazy. But I have a, a an oak tree in my front yard that has been dropping leaves for weeks. Really? Yeah. Okay. So just was stressful season. So I right. think there's a lot yep. of that this year. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Last-minute sales going on. Uh, I'd say I'd take advantage of the extra 40 off the lowest mark price on Halloween. Absolutely. would be one of the biggest things. But there's great things in every department right trees now. Trees yeah. Whether it's boutique, Duh. trees and yeah. shrubs, home furnishings, lots of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You're right. Anywhere from 20 to 60% off throughout the store. So come check it out. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. And have a wonderful weekend. Oh, and of course, go a lot nigh.